Coming at you live from the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters headquarters, this is the Mass Turbulence Podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to the Mass Turbulence Podcast brought to you by the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters. How are we doing today, guys? Hello, hello. We're doing great. Doing good. I'm here for once. So, do you I'm guys ready know... for the weekend. Wait, the weekend's about over. <laughs> do you guys know what today's episode is? We're going to tell some of our real-life ghost-busting stories. Well, that, and it is our, our finale blunders, right? of season one. Uh, tomato, potato. <laughs> but, yeah, this is our season one finale. Can you believe it? No, I can't really. I know it's really, it just seems kind of odd that we, you know, started doing this back in what was it, November, December timeframe. And here we are in June. We're about, I think, what, 25 episodes in. So we're a little over halfway of getting to episode 46. So if you're out there, podcast, you know, you're welcome to come on the show, Mr. Logan Kim. The invitation is open, especially for episode 46. That's when the <laughs> show really yeah. finds its voice. Yep. Yeah, we're still we're still looking for that voice. Yep. And I think uh, I think Logan Kim would be a perfect addition to this podcast on a weekly basis when he's not filming Afterlife too. Oh no, Which, no, no. We, Firehouse. Well, Firehouse, but what? I'll be curious as to what the real title is going to end up being. And for those who don't know that, which if most of you all who listen to this podcast are definitely most likely diehard Ghostbusters fans, we are getting new movies, new cartoons, new comic books. Um, So, yeah, just about anything and everything. So, yeah, if anybody from Ghost Corps or, uh, you know, Jason Rotman or list is listening to this episode. They might be inspired by some of our, you know, activities and adventures we've had on this episode, and we might be uh, getting written. It'd be fun to be written into some of that. So we'll oh, check out our Buster definitely. Burst of some of the craziness that's happened to us. Never because, a dull day on the job. Because and you don't want us exposing ourselves. <laughs> I haven't used the soundboard in a while, so I'm a little excited there. <laughs> today, no today job is too big. No fee is too big. It's just one of your little toys. <laughs> Good try, anyway. But, yeah, this this episode is titled, uh, you know, Tales of the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters. So, we are going to regale you all today of some of our best busts, messiest slimings, and biggest screw-ups on the job. Adventure, excitement, a Jedi craves not these things. Yeah, well, a Ghostbuster does, so. <laughs> <laughs> but if uh, you do have a suggestion for Season 2, uh, email us at smokeymntghostbusters at gmail.com, and we will be happy to... Uh, listen to any of those suggestions and be uh, topics or if you want to be on the show uh anything yeah just let us know 
And, uh, you know, first of all, guys, I want to give you guys a big shout out for those that's, that have been here with us uh, from the get-go. Um, you know, the Joshes in stereo, and we got Mike here with us. And uh, Luke, we know you can't be with us today. You're working. But, you know, from me, from my perspective, we could not do this show without each and every one of you guys that's here on the show. And I also want to give a big shout out to some of our friends that have really helped us throughout this season uh, to make this show the, the success that it is. Uh, our friends down in the Daytona Ghostbusters, the Atlanta Ghostbusters, Coatesville, West Midlands, East Midlands Ghostbusters, uh, Rip City. Um, let's see. Coatesville. Did I say Coatesville already? Yeah, I say Coatesville. Um, and let's see, South Oklahoma. Dakota, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we may have missed a, a franchise or two in there, but you guys really <laughs> helped us make this show what it is. And we want to thank you for all of your help. And I do want to say, I got an update from the Coatesville Ghostbusters a day or two ago, and we may have them on next season. But if you remember in their episode, they were just starting out. Um, they just gotten, uh, it was just the, uh, you know, two members, husband and wife duo. And, um, they messaged me the other day and they're now they're up to like 10 members. So that is, uh, just really good news. And I'm really happy to hear that. And I told them that we're going to have them do a follow-up episode here in season two. And, um, so Look for that, and let's start off. So uh, what would be one of our tales that we would like to tell? Josh, I think you've got a good one there. I've got a couple. Yeah, I've got a couple in the can here that we can jump right into. But um, So there was was one time that I really felt bad about busting a ghost. I mean, there's a couple of them, but this one really got me. So this little kid... It's probably, I don't know what, four years old or so, had lost a tooth. And normally, I guess kids tell, I don't have kids, but I'm assuming normally, you know, kids would say, hey, mom, I, I lost my tooth, right? They put the tooth under the pillow, tooth fairy comes, they get a, you know, a quarter or whatever. The kid did not tell the parent that he lost his tooth. And so he just put the pillow or put the tooth under his pillow and didn't tell anybody. So all of a sudden, the tooth fairy shows up, parents freak out, give us a call. We come out there and, you know, bust the tooth fairy. Then, the, you know, we, we go to reassure the kid, you know, everything's fine. You know, it's gone. And the poor little kid is just bawling his eyes out saying and showed us his tooth. And he's like, oh, it's the tooth fairy. So I was like, oh, well, big whoops there. So we uh, opened the trap, let it out. Uh, kid got his 50 cents. So it worked out in the end. But, you know, we still ended up billing the parents. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think the uh, didn't we have a lawsuit from the tooth yes. fairy? Uh, yes, in perpetuity there. at that, we're not allowed yeah. to uh, harass the tooth fairy any longer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one of those things where uh, Josh had to refund all of the tooth fairy money that he had earned from her <laughs> over the years <laughs> when he was a kid. I probably. Let's see, back when we were kids, it was like, what, probably a, a quarter per tooth or a buck or something. So, Are you still making payments? <laughs> With inflation, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. 
We only had 32 teeth to lose. How much she end up charging you, Josh? <laughs> a lot. Well, she even charges me for my dog's teeth. Oh, goodness. It's going a little so, too far uh, right there, but... So I'm going to I'm gonna let everybody in on, you know, every time we go to a uh, con or some kind of event, and we have to tell people that, you know, we have to bring the low-powered gear to uh, these these events because of Safety that event. Mode. Yeah, because of that story that we're not supposed to talk about that happened. Well, you know, I think today I'm going to talk about it. Was, is so, that going to violate the NDA? No, no, no. I think that's passed. We'll, I mean, we'll just change will, all the names. Uh, I will change the names to protect the guilty. I mean, innocent. <laughs> so it was about it was about a year ago, and we were at this mansion over here in Kingsport. Um, Brady and Matthew and myself, uh, we were out on the out on this bust, and it happened to be the uh oh the wealth a pretty wealthy family obvious a mansion and uh their grandmother was really giving them down the road mainly because you know she figured you know since she was dead and she didn't exactly like her daughter-in-law that uh she was you know giving a hard time really haunting the house up good you know throwing glasses around breaking the china which I guess she figured since it was her China anyways to begin with, that it was okay to break it. I mean, she's dead. She wasn't going to be needing it. So anyways, so they call us up. And uh, we went there. And the house has uh, has natural gas, right? So we, uh, <laughs> we went into the house with the proton packs. And... Uh, Grandma thought she was going to be funny, and she was standing in front of the uh, fireplace. Well, I guess more or less floating in front of the fireplace. And so I had Brady. I kind of had him move off to the right. I had Matthew move off to the left. And I took down straight down the middle. And uh, so, you know, we're like, all right, on the count of three, we're going to we're going to try to put her in a confinement stream and get her uh, get her in a trap, you know, bag her, tag her, and throw them, throw in a containment unit, you know. And well, anyways, just at the last second, when I started the fire, Grandma decided she's going to duck out of the way. This she must have been a spry old lady when uh, she was living because I ain't never seen a ghost move that fast. Get so, her, yeah, get her. And, uh, you know, she uh, dove out of the way and my beam hit the regulator on the gas fireplace. Little house fire. And it just so happened that this um, <clears throat> individual happens to uh, have some pull with the uh, local, state, and federal government. And after the house fire, which thankfully uh, insurance paid for, um, these folks, since they were living in an old mansion, they took out, uh, haunting insurance. The, uh, <laughs> kind of had to sign this deal that, you know, anytime we were out in public that we had to use the low powered stuff, 
unless we uh, were hired out on a job, and which is kind of unfair because we were hired out for this job, but this guy decided to go all Walter Peck on us and be, you know, a jerk about it. And yeah, so that's between why that and we, a few other. Yeah, between that and a few other instances, which we'll get to, you'll see why we have such a high insurance premium. Yeah, but for some reason we never, we never caught Grandma because she was, you know, I think she was satisfied that we blew up the house, and she just kind of moved on to the to the other side. Well, yeah, John, but that's not a small house fire. That's okay. That's house go boom. We neutralized it. (laughs) Yeah, we neutralized it. Neighborhood destruction. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice shooting, Tex. Total protonic reversal. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's why why we have to use the prop stuff when we're out in public at an event because we ticked off some uh, politician. I was going to say, didn't that one send your eyebrows that day and they just now grew back? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I for, and, for the last few, for the last yeah, there's probably about about the time we started the show, little is about the time my eyebrows finally actually grew back in. Yeah, we're also not allowed back at Dollywood anymore either. I can't even go on my own since we accident accidentally burned down the Blazing Fury. So <laughs> can't win. Well, it goes with the name, I guess. That's what I said. I guess it, it made went it more down realistic. the Blaze of Glory that day. It's like, well, I got I'd a like bad to hear back. that story. Yeah. I wasn't there for that one. I was on yeah, vacation. So that one must have really been a little house fire <laughs> at the Blazing Fury. All right, who's got, the, who's got the next story? So kind of getting back to the insurance premium, too. You know, it, it is such a great feeling when you get those busts, you know, from the kids calling, hey, there's a monster in my closet. There's a monster under my bed. You know, we get those calls about once a week. Most of the time, it's just some kid, you know, freaked out, afraid of the dark. But, you know, sometimes the boogeyman is real. And, uh, sometimes they're sneaky. And we've got to use... And plus, it depends that sometimes we set up elaborate trap systems so we don't have to blast proton streams in a small, confined space and, you know, cause more damage. Don't like that. So sometimes we, we don't like the... We don't want to cause emotional or physical damage to the kid so we usually remove the kid from the the scenario but we have to use like an intern as bait and so far most of the time it's worked out but you know sometimes uh, there's been a few instances where the interns gotten injured while we're setting them up as bait yeah didn't the boogeyman grab him and drag him into the closet that day yeah it wasn't pretty yeah his hair came out a whole different color to be fair though that that kid yeah, to be fair, that kid would always look at the trap. You know, he's like, don't look at it. He'd just stare at it with his mouth open. So, you know, it's just, that's why we have high insurance premiums. You know, right. Kids like that. Yeah, I know. But, you know, but it, you know it's doing, always a good bust when you can come home and you realize that the, uh, the money you made from the bust will actually cover, <laughs> cover the, the deductible and you get to walk away with a little bit of money from it. We we have <laughs> yeah. low profit margins. Let's just put yes. it that way. You know that that intern is doing better. You know he can he can, he can talk a little bit now and say some words. Uh, he's gotten off the soft food and 
hopefully he'll be walking again soon. So, but you know, fortunately, he's, he's we actually better. won that court case though. He tried to sue us for that, saying it was uh, negligence in our duty. But thankfully, he signed uh, the contract. Blevins had his. <laughs> well, that and Blevins had his body cam on that day, and uh, was able to uh, show without a doubt that the intern was the one being reckless. And so uh, yeah. we were. You know, we he were went saved through training. Thank goodness. You know, he goes through the training. He was just a knucklehead. Like I said, he would just stare at the trap like, ooh. And <laughs> and suck his soul out. But that's another story. I don't know how he got through the interview process. I really don't. I think John oh, missed that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I thought it was Amanda's job to uh, interview the new recruits. You know, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure we even signed a contract. He might have just showed up. Who knows? Well, that's, that's true. We'll, t- we'll take just about anybody that can strap a pack on. We didn't even let him get that far. He couldn't even hold the trap. That's exactly why you should always keep a Ghost Pro on your Proton Pack. Sometimes you need. Times. Yeah, sometimes you should delete the footage uh, before you save it. But it depends on the scenario. Sometimes I accidentally do. You know, it's just like, oops. You know what happened to it, but. Don't need that. Yeah, the, the general public don't need to see that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it yeah, is. it's selective. Since we're not yeah. a uh, a government funded entity, we can you know, sometimes delete our footage if we need to. We're a private company, so franchise it. That get it right. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing Peter was wrong about. The franchise rights alone will make us rich beyond our wildest dreams. Makes uh, headquarters rich. Yet. Well, no, it makes headquarters rich because we have to pay our franchise fee to them. And a percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They take their cut. Like I said, low profit margins being a ghostbuster. You but, know, you know, the one coming out ahead mostly is the insurance company. Yeah, oh, but yeah. without yeah. them, look where we would be. We would be bankrupt three times over. Or that if people seem to lighten up and just because we, you know, burn down half your house, you know, part of the job. It's what, you know, going to war. It's what happens. It's all in black and white. This could happen. There is crystal on the contracts that they signed before we step foot in the house. Sorry about yeah, that. I, mean, just I had you to uh, rescue my guitar from my dog. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. But uh, speaking of rescue from the dog, uh, that is one thing that I do hate about the job sometimes is uh, it's fairly common. Like if you have a, a, like a family member's passed away, but they're still lingering around and, and won't move on. You know, it, it does, you know, kind of hurt when like the widow, like a couple of weeks ago, a widow called about her husband, you know, died in a car crash and just kept showing back up to their house. And she was just having a hard time with it. And, you know, she tried a couple different things to get him to move on, but he wouldn't do it. So, I mean, she was already distraught enough, but she was having a hard time, called us. We came out there and took care of it. But well, those that really hurt, though, is like when the, the family pets won't go away. That's the ones that, like, the, you have to come and get rid of the, the old dog won't go. And those are tough. Yeah, but they get to run around inside of our, you know, laser grid containment facilities. So they're okay. Well, you know, we are We need working. to put some doggy toys in there. They had to be we are spectral. working on a separate ghost containment unit for the family pets. You know, one that kind of has a viewer in it. Especially dogs and cats, because 
for dogs. Yeah, and dogs cats. and cats don't live together too well. So mass hysteria. We need to definitely separate them. It's mass hysteria in the containment unit. I about to say, when are we going to flush that containment unit out? It's getting kind of full. Yeah, we're due to have uh, somebody come and shut it off and let all the ghosts loose again. Yeah, no. I, I mean, know. it does need to be, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does need to be backwashed, but I'm, we're not really sure what's going to happen when we do that because we've never done it before. So, well, won't they send somebody from corporate down to come in and, you know, re ionize the grid and, you know, come? You would, I mean, you, know. you would think so, but that costs money. Chains out the house and jump Well, no, I mean, well, we need the ionization grid redone, but that. That's included in our franchise fees. Didn't you read the contracts? My goodness, guys. Come on. I'm still working on the fact of getting the um, interdimensional exchanger put on the back of the side of the uh, containment unit so that we can transfer the spirits into another dimension when it gets full. That that won't cut it, though. The power needs alone would take up half of Oak Ridge. We couldn't do that. Well, I mean, hopefully the power supply can get a little bit better here in the next couple of years. You know, they're really working on that portal door up there. Uh-huh, right. Just like well, people you know, as in uh, Indiana. Come on. You know, we all know here that. In a few years, years you'll be able to buy plutonium at your corner drug store. So. Right. <laughs> we just need Mr. Fusion. That's what we need. Mr. Fusion, yeah. That's going to take more than 1.21 gigawatts. I don't know, that I'll just might do it. Back though. to the Future today. Yeah. So, so, I was talking about Back to the Future today. My, my girlfriend's first vehicle was a truck almost exactly like Marty McFly's. The same, almost the same make and model. It was like a dark, dark blue instead of black, and she didn't have the KC lights, but we were talking about that today. Oh, the Toyota 4x4? Yep. And they're, you know, they're coming out the DeLorean again, too, but it looks... It's um, not the I mean, DeLorean. It's all electric, and it looks terrible. No, yeah, Our Ecto fan. looks better. It's got well, jumping back is. over to uh, our stories, I do have another story uh, that we can tell. So, I get we get this call out to a local historical site. Thank oh goodness, God. that's not, not the one I blew one. up. Yeah, yes. well, oh, yeah. It's, it, it, at least nothing blew up. Yeah. So we go out to uh, <laughs> we go out to this uh, historical site, which. Due to uh, non-disclosure agreements, I can't use a name. And uh, so we go out there and we start hunting around for ghosts. And this is another one of those stories that we can blame. I can blame one of the junior Ghostbusters on, at least on this one. Because we get out there and we we get the ghost uh, cornered. And it's uh, he's one of the uh, kind of our... Oh local Tennessee uh, founding fathers, or I guess, you know, he was a real big wheel up here back uh, when Tennessee was, before Tennessee was really Tennessee. You ain't talking about Andrew and, Jackson, are you? I, I thought we handled no, him. No, 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 not Andrew Jackson. No, no. For, fortunate, fortunately, or I guess unfortunately, uh, we do kind of have this deal with the uh, federal government that we're not allowed to bust former presidents. Uh, you know, some kind of hi- some kind of historical figures act or something like that. Um, yeah, that's a federal offense. 
Yeah. So yeah, we can't bust the ghosts of any former presidents. That's why their their ghosts are still in the the White House and things like that. So there's that'd a little be tidbit. so much fun. <laughs> so we were at this house, and um, it had it has a little log house outcropping from it, and we were in there, and. This was before Matthew joined up with with us. So it was just me and Brady, and we were in this house, and we were we were using some more uh, conventional methods of hunting the ghost down uh, rather than PKEs. We were using some of the more like your um, spirit boxes and your dowsing rods and um, things like that. Well, we had our packs on. And we were standing there, and then all of a sudden, the door to this little cabin just slammed shut. And we're kind of like, we pulled up our P. We decided we'd get the PKEs out. We we figured we kind of messed around uh, with the uh, the traditional ghost hunting gear long enough. And sure enough, there was something there in the house. And um, so, I, Brady and I we go to. Uh, to bust the ghost and we fired up the packs and then the packs wouldn't fire. So yeah, no. uh, here we are with, <laughs> here we are with dead proton packs. And you know, that was one of the jobs I had assigned my junior Ghostbuster in training is to charge the proton packs. And so here we are, we're in there uh, with this ghost and now he's mad because he knows what we were going to do. And he decides to like do this bull rush at me. And, you know, and most of y'all who know me, I've kind of got a broke down back. I'm not moving fast. I mean, besides those packs weigh about 30, 40 pounds. And so, you know, there is, you know, there is no rolling out of the way. You just got to take the hit. Got to take it. You just got to take the hit. And then, have somebody there to pick you up. I mean, anybody get a number of that train? Stand your ground. <laughs> Sorry, I, mean, I missed it. Can. Well, so here I am. I am covered in slime, you know, and, you know, it really is. You've seen it in the movies. You've seen it in the cartoon series. It is as icky as it you would think. I mean, that's the, it just gross. coats you. Yes. It just yep. coats you. You feel gross and, all over. And so. if, and you know, and those of you who have seen us at some of the cons, we've brought some slime to kind of demo how the mood slime works. And if actually, if we've actually let you touch it, you know how it just sticks and just viscous and does not want to come off. And you're sitting there doing this slinging number, you know, and the, the yes, slime it, and it ectoplasm gets everywhere is the worst part of the job. It that gets everywhere. But yeah, to to quote uh, Aaron Gilbert. It gets in every crack. <laughs> and it stinks and, uh, too, but yeah. yeah, it does have a very potent smell. And for some reason, all the slime up here in East Tennessee is orange. I don't know why, but it's all orange. Which Especially I guess, in the 865. Yeah. Or think the 423. I think it has something <laughs> to do with the limestone beds that are all over Tennessee. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so here we are. Awesome. I'm a slimy mess. Brady, he kind of laughs at me, and then he gets slimed, 
and it just went up his nose and he's he's snorting and honking slime everywhere. And so we've got to figure out how to bust this ghost um, without our our packs. So fortunately, he's young and spry. He was able to get up with the pack on his back. He had to help me get up. So we, you know, we we ran out of the cabin with our tail between our legs. And fortunately, you know, the ghost, you know, was not super fast. So we were kind of able to run and kind of keep ahead of it. And Brady, as he was chasing Brady, Brady kind of dropped his trap off his belt and was trying to dragging it behind him like a trailer <laughs> while he was running. And uh, he grabbed and he was holding the pedal and he hit the pedal and just so happened this ghost must not have been exactly smart because it ran right into the into the uh, capture beam and got sucked down on the trap. So that's how we got we actually got that bus successful and was able to make some money off of it. And you know, remember how I said earlier that was one of those good days where there was no damage. So that was a full profit job. So we need to probably figure out how to catch more ghosts without the packs. I don't remember. And did it you, just happened to work out. Did you charge full price for that? They didn't Even know what the proton we did. Charging? They didn't. They didn't uh, yes, I charged them for proton charging. Exactly. <laughs> did you at least make but, some fake scorch marks on the outside to make it look like we done something? Nope. Because well, I don't. said bullseye. <laughs> we got him like we got him dead center. But you got to, but you got to show some for, proton scorch marks. I mean, because how are they going to think that you you know? Come on, come on. Yeah, we let them, we thing. let them we let them kick the trap, and you know, and then you know how the trap will arc the energy around it when yeah. it's got something in there. Yeah. And we also get you know why do you guys charge so much? And this is a kind of another reason is so the it also is, it stains everything too the slime. So it gums up the washing machines. So the girlfriend, I'm not allowed to use our washing machine to wash my uniform. We've been fired by multiple, uh, you know, Dry cleaning, cleaning companies. companies. Yeah, they just like we're not touching it. So well, wasn't it because we had a couple of dry cleaning companies because we we had used them so much that that slime kind of started building up, and it actually ended up haunting that place. Yeah, once or twice, but you know, we gave them a discount. Uh, yeah, so I had to go buy a separate washer and dryer that I got to keep out in the shed. So I don't know why because, we don't invest in the industrial. It all adds up. Right, but maybe we can do it as a... I got a water hose and a clothesline. Yeah, it doesn't work. But I was just thinking maybe we should just invest in the industrial washer and dryer just for the you know HQ. And then that way, you know, we can do it as a tax write-off. It is a big, yeah, but, but it keeps getting gummed up. Yeah, it keeps getting gummed up. That's why you just got to get these smaller machines. And when they're done, you just toss them and go get another yeah, one. Yeah, but you can't yeah. write those off that well. Now, what we got here's what we've got to do <laughs> and have them clean our stuff. And, you know, maybe, maybe there's somebody out there that would like to start a Ghostbusters uniform cleaning business. There'd be a market. Get some of that OxyClean. Yeah. Yeah, too bad Billy. We need to go see if we can track down Billy Mays. This one is OxyClean. Well, the thing is, we'd have to bust his ghost to track him down. Yeah, be like, all right, we'll make you a deal, buddy. We won't bust you, but we need a formula yeah. to get the slime out of our uniforms. But I can see it now. 
Hi, Billy Mays here for Ecto Clean. Yeah. Ecto Clean. That's Ecto what we need. Clean. Ecto Clean. I love it. Yes, have some. With a free side of cocaine. Right. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. But oh. Well, speaking of cocaine, this is probably one of my favorite ones at a nightclub here in Knoxville. Uh, so we get a call about there. Somebody calls us and says, hey, there's some crazy thing going on down here. We need you guys to come check it out. Okay, so we hop there. It's, you know, it's a nightclub. It's thumping and bumping. So we show up. We're walking around. The PKA meter's not doing anything. It doesn't go up, nothing. So we keep looking around. And then we finally, out of nowhere, a chupacabra jumps out. And, you know, Blevins was there. Blevins was all like, <gasps> And so I don't know if that chupacabra was on drugs or if it had too much funky cold Medina. <laughs> But it hopped on Blevins' leg and did the wild thing. So <laughs> we zapped it. We hit it real fast. We I just, mean, we zapped it. I couldn't it, shake it. I was just like <laughs> a whole lot of shaking going you on. You know, just kicking and running and Dosh sitting here laughing. Yeah. So, yeah, we did just, we couldn't really, I mean, like I said, so it's an animal. We couldn't just, you know, trap it. So we just gave him a quick zap, you know, like a low voltage so we didn't hurt Blevins. And it just, you know, scurried off. It took oh, you a while to actually do it, Levin's too. Doing so, the yeah, electric we, slide. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I can see. <laughs> I can see. This This is this is bowling right here when he's getting ready to blast Josh. Go on to one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, we had to tell the, the managers, like, you know, we don't generally handle cryptids. So, who are you going to call? Someone else. And we gave I them. I hate cryptids, it, man. It, get, it gets better. We gave them the contact information to Orkin. So I'm pretty sure Orkin now hates us. <laughs> they had to come out. And then, I mean, well, I still got that never, scar on my leg, though. I, yeah, I've never I think been eventually a they, fan. It's just yeah, I think eventually like, they had to call the Winchesters or something to come get rid of that thing. But uh, that little guy yeah. was, like I said, I think he was hopped up on drugs, just running around like crazy. It was wild. <laughs> Remember that time when yeah. the Winchesters tried to do our job, though? And... <laughs> They were dressed up like us. Didn't work it's out too well for them. Oh, fun times. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, guys, do y'all have anything else? Any more stories? I Surely you've got a story down at the cave, Josh. Hmm. Or we might want to save that one for the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that or we can, you know, I'm sure we've got some other stories, but we can maybe do our our next season finale of uh, kind of coming, you know, revisiting and telling some more of our adventures. Yeah, I've got I've got one more. Once. Uh, ghost kind of haunts this local park, and this is one of those where I think it was well, it was you two, you the Josh and Josh, and um, I think Brady was there. Yeah, Brady was there. And this wasn't too long after we started up the Kingsport Division, and you guys uh, had come up to kind of help get us going. And uh, there was this lady who was walking in a park, and she had this experience. She was she was walking through the park, and uh, supposedly this is kind of what we got, you know, from the call. Um, First thing that happened to her, she'd heard these kids playing over in this tennis court, and when she looked over there, there was nobody there. She walked a little further on down the the path, and then there was she got hit by a frisbee that was thrown by nobody. 
And then she walked into the bathroom, and next thing you know, she's seeing all these flashing lights. She's screaming and yelling and runs out, and she calls Park Security. Well, Park Park Security didn't know what's going on, uh, so they kind of looked and went, and they they kind of got ended up slimed. They went into the bathroom, and they ended up running out all me- all messy and slimed and. Uh, so they they ended up calling us in to do the job. So, um, or at least calling you guys. I don't know where I was at that night, but um, so you guys went out there to the park, and uh, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you, Josh Bowling? You were going to go and kind of stick your head in and see what was going on, and didn't you get like a big slime ball to the face of that in the bathroom? Yeah, sort of. It's so we uh, had the PKE meter and it it, t- it did go off. So I we assumed, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is twofold. So there's two bathrooms like side by side, and so the the meter pegged, and so I kick open the door, getting ready to zap. Actually, I, I did it. I was really nervous with this one because so I just kicked the door and I hit the wand, and then I realized there was actually a person in that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they were not happy. So. It was the bathroom beside it. You know, they were, like I said, side by side. So I kicked that door open. And that time I was hesitant. So I didn't just fire the, the neutrino wand as soon as I kicked the door open. So I hesitated. And yeah. Right in the yeah, face. You took one to the face. And then the ghost, I think it ran out and knocked you down and ran over kind of to that tennis court where she said she'd heard the kids playing. And, and you three showed up and was like ready for this standoff at the okay corral kind of thing and um and the ghost started throwing tennis balls at you but it turned out that they were <laughs> that they were ghostly tennis balls they weren't slime but and then you was like hey nothing was going through you know nothing went through you all they were sliming they just kind of went through and and then i think uh blevins was saying this this is all coming from brady Anyways, this is what he's telling me that Blevins was like, "Hey, this is not even the, uh, you know, touching us." And about that time, you all three just got a big slime balls all over you. He 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 kind of pulled a fast one on you, and yeah, I had to open my big mouth. I was going to say, I think I ended, yeah, I think I ended but, up throwing that uniform away. I, I was going to say, like, why no did you just uh, use the wand as a tennis racket? Grab the ball and fling it back at the ghost. It would have worked. Well, just they fine. went into the. Uh, they did go into the the, the three prong. Uh, position, you know, where you've got one on each side and and then the guy in the middle. And it turns out that the ghost didn't really put up too much fight after that. I don't know if it's just he expended so much ectoplasm from, you know, throwing them at you that it kind of wore him out. And you guys caught him pretty easily after that. I mean, yeah, you all did have a lot to, of psychokinetic energy. energy he's releasing through yeah. All that as he goes, and it's just like taken away from you know. Pretty much the worst that you all had to do was replace the tennis. You know, had to replace the tennis nets on the court. But well, they're really not that cheap. And that one bathroom uh, stall door. No, yeah, yeah, and probably had to pay for the therapist for the guy that was in there. Uh, But you know, that's what uh, that's what we have insurance for, I guess. I even apologize for Josh too. I mean, it just yeah, you know, mistakes happen. Generally, Alrighty. more with me. 
literally you know when I you know when I keep the books, I have to look at this and I look and I realize exactly. I realize there's a lot of stuff we could be writing off for every job we have. You know, we could actually might increase our profit margins next quarter by twenty five percent if we just stop damaging things. Well that if we get a good tax lawyer. Well, I'm not going to night school <laughs> for taxes, but I'm telling you, uh, you know, looking at the books, we need a little bit less petty cash spending, too. No more Chinese. Oh, man. <laughs> I love the hot Chitin. and sour soup, though. I know, but yeah, the Chitin wontons, Garden's going to be upset. Right. But we have to start taking it out of our own pocket. Or we have to use... It's going to start. Well, I was going to say, or use the corporate mm. credit card. Then we can at least... Write that off, or we're gonna have to start doing more birthday parties. Yeah, I like cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, now that COVID's kind of on the decline, maybe we can go back and do an in-person appearances. Well, yeah, get some cash. I think uh, I think that's gonna be it for our uh, season finale. We have given them some of our greatest hits and greatest misses. Um, and everything in between. Everything in between. Um, you know, we may have to uh, we may have to raise our rates because gas is kind of getting a little expensive. Yeah, instead of uh, five, you know, five thousand dollars for uh, four thousand dollars for uh, you know holding the beast, and then a thousand dollars for proton charging, we may have to add another five hundred for uh, fuel costs. Yeah, a service fee. I hate to say it, but you know, Ecto is like the cheapest uh, vehicle I have on gas. Wow, <laughs> man! My, I drove that thing yeah, to a my call most fuel the other efficient. day. I drove that thing to a call the other day, and I came back and I put twenty bucks in that thing, and or well, I drove it down to the call and put twenty bucks in it and brought it back to uh, your place. And by the time I got it back to your place, it's as if I didn't had, had not even put the twenty dollars in, because <laughs> the, the gas ham was almost where it got to when I took it uh, when I ended up at my at my bust. Uh, and so I'm, I'm going to, and that's the best vehicle on gas, right? Yep. <laughs> I was, was going to say the crazy part about it is we're going to up like the video game from '84 and pushing the bag to the gas station. Yeah. No yeah, yeah, I've had a few close calls, but in my other machines, they're not gas friendly. We should run on ectoplasm. Well, guys, so this was the season finale. Uh, the plan is, is we are going to actually take a planned three weeks off so we can tool up for season two. I think we're going to have a few new faces in the on the hosting chairs this time around. I think we're going to add a couple of ladies to the show, get some uh, feminine input, and um, you know, because you know, we always ask, you know, we ask the dude questions. You know, it's like, dude, like, what kind of pack do you have, man? You know. So we we need some ladies. How much does your pack weigh? Yeah, how much does your pack weigh? So we're gonna. I think we're not gonna add a couple ladies to the uh, the mix to to get that you know maybe get that different angle on some of the questions, and um, I think we're gonna we may look at a few different segments for the show. 
So it's not going to all, not every episode will be, um, there'll be a few things that we'll do every episode. Like this is the Ghostbusters news segment or something like that. We're still, we're still ironing those things out. So we're going to, we're trying to find our voice. Yeah. We are trying to find our voice and, uh, but it's going to be a great season two. Uh, just, you know, don't run out on us, guys, because we will be back after after a three-week hiatus. And once again, we'd love to have anybody on the show. If you've been on yes. the show and you've got more to talk about, we'd be more happy to have you back on. I still want to extend an invitation out to Robin. Um, we would yeah, love to have Robin, you on. come on. Come on talk over, Robin. To talk to us. And Tell us some stories from yes. when you filmed Ghostbusters 2. Tell us, you know, everything. Or 2016. Yeah. We just... And we also, it'd be fun to have somebody interview us. We'd be our own yeah. guest. <laughs> you know, that would be... Uh, I'm so interesting. <laughs> that would be a, uh, a really cool aspect to have some other Ghostbusters group interview us. That might, that might really be a... Uh, a fun episode, turn the tables, so to speak. So, yeah, it's exciting for yeah. So for everybody that's listened to us this year and put up with our shenanigans and technical <laughs> difficulties and whatever else, thank you. Man, yes, we we really appreciate it. And just thank so you. everybody knows, I, I do want to uh, let me check something real quick before we go off the air. I think I do have a milestone that we can report on. Um, I wish I'd thought about oh, this earlier, goodness. actually. Goodness gracious. Let's see. Oh, and don't we forget, we, we'd probably are... like to get Jason from Ghostbusters News to actually drop in, too. Oh, no. Well, actually, yeah, I can, I can actually say this, because this episode will put us over. We are three downloads away from 2,000 all time. Mm. Nice. Three. So, Hooray. great, great, great. I guess so I can download some uh, now. <laughs> so, throughout all of our, we are on episode, uh, let's see, West Midlands was episode do. That was episode 25. So, this is episode 26. So, after 26 episodes, we've had t- 2,000 downloads. And I hope that by the end of season two, we can double that or triple that. That's roughly and that would be a hundred downloads, well, a little under what seventy downloads an episode, something like that. If you average, it out. yeah, average, yep. yeah, average. You know, and some other a little uh, little uh, tidbits. Um, some of our top episodes for the season one. Just want to give everybody a little bit of um, kind of. You know, a little bit of update news about our our show before is uh, our number one downloaded episode now is Drumroll Please. Busterverse? No. Our dear friends at the South Dakota Ghostbusters has topped the scale out at 103 plays for our show. So, John, over at Rip City, you you lost your title, man. But now our number two episode by only, it's only off by three was our women who answered the call. And then Rip City is number three. So that's our top three episodes for the season. 
Um, our audience mainly is in the United States, but we have made some dear friends over in the United Kingdom. You are our second, uh, the, you, are, you rank number two as far as the country outside the United States to listen to our show. So thank you to our dear friends over across the pond. Um, but our top five is the United States, the United Kingdom, Germany, Ireland, and Canada. That's our top five countries that have picked us up and have listened to us. And, uh, well, we are a mainly male-driven demographic, <laughs> according to Spotify. <laughs> this this data is Spotify only. So we're 100% male. But our, uh, we are, and if, if you are 35 to 44, thank you for your listening. Because that is our biggest age demographic. So that, yeah, that gives you a little bit of an idea of kind of what, how our breakdowns are. And then Apple Podcasts is definitely our biggest uh, platform. With 54%. So there you go, guys. You all, our listeners, is what's made that happen. And we just want to give us a great, give a great big thank you to you guys out there. Uh, we we love you all, and we really appreciate all that you have done for our show. And I think uh, I would definitely be our. We'll, we will leave on that. See you next so, season. Good night. See you later. And God bless, my friends. Make me feel good. Ha, ha, ha.